Good evening, and welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Uh, welcome. My name is Paul Sickle. How's it going, Paul? Well, uh, we've uh, reemerged from our super undisclosed <laughs> our little... location on the south central side of Milwaukee, and reemerged on the southeast side of Milwaukee. Indeed, uh, it's been a couple weeks. I think uh, last time we we met that it was the Virginia elections. Uh, two weeks ago, but that feels can, like ancient history. Can we just somehow. put the pause button on, just erase <laughs> like last couple weeks since then, and just like <sighs> savor that Virginia victory again? Yeah, that was a good night. I, I enjoyed that. I mean, seriously, like what what happened uh, since then that's like even worth talking about? I don't, I don't know. Uh, Roy Moore, teenagers. Charlie Rose got fired this morning from CBS. That's true. CBS. That's true. I mean, it's just you're skipping the agenda, man. All right, all right. Well, the president went. You're to, just asking me what, what what's going on. I'm just, uh, I'm just going Asia. off of the top of my head. The president went to Asia. He did, and even that feels like ancient history. And he and he avoided getting us into a war. He did. So then, his uh, to his credit, I suppose. Do we, does that deserve like a does that deserve like a round of applause? If you look like, at five thirty eight. His approval ratings are up dramatically. They're up from thirty six percent to thirty nine. What would you? start from like nothing i mean there's, you have nowhere to go but up, right i think like i said it went from 36 to 39 percent take it for what you will that's a good bump uh good he, he's getting the i didn't cause a global human catastrophe bump yeah so you know he, he accomplished that well done uh, donald j trump right. well done um before we go too much further i want yes. to just mention i think the washington post is good or maybe it's the la times a good feature on 25 North Koreans who've um, escaped since um, Kim Jong-un uh, went in. Uh-huh. And just their personal testimonies and, like, what life is like there. Yeah. And it's actually fascinating. I only got through, like, three of them uh, when I was reading it, and then I fell asleep last night. But <laughs> not because of that, because I was, like, really tired. Right. I was trying to, like, get my so newborn. So you weren't bored. It was, uh, it was... No, I was, it was... trying to get my newborn to sleep. Well, yeah, that, that's... That happens. And then I lay her down, and I'm like, i got to read myself to sleep. And each one of them is like several several paragraphs mm-hmm. long, long, and it was fascinating. Um, another top podcast, I think we should talk about it. Yeah, um, well, there's a lot There's a lot with North Korea. I, 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 think, I think the whole country is, is fascinating. So the Republicans looked like they were about to lose the uh, Alabama Senate seat because um, their guy um, might be a pedophile. He, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah. That all this has come out again. It feels like ancient history, but you know we haven't met in two weeks, and this is this has transpired since then. So he reportedly made uh, attempts at, uh, at at dating fourteen year old girl. Called her, <laughs> called her at her school. Apparently, the and, mall had, and, used to have yeah, him on the watch. Right, he was on. He was on the do not let in list. And he was already like a prominent figure. Yes, like, like well respected figure. Yeah. You know? And he's and he and he dated other teenagers, you know, as when he was an assistant district attorney, and this was not a disqualifying thing apparently right. because the president of the United States came out today and said, um, "Well, I'd rather have him in than a liberal Democrat." So, mm-hmm. like, right. uh, just like the governor, yeah, right. So we and, have that, and and so that would bring him to forty nine seats in the if he would lose. Um, uh, if, if he would lose, then the Democrats would have right, forty nine, right, the Republicans right, would have fifty one. Right, right, yeah. And so the so the best antidote for that is to scandalize, um, scandalize a um, Democrat mm-hmm. 
And hopefully he resigns and maybe it triggers off a wave of resignation. So yeah. then we get uh, Al Franken. There was a report out that during the USO tour, I think it was 06 before he was a senator, you know, he was making uh, moves on, uh, on, on this woman. It was a right-wing talk show host. Yeah. The truth is, though, there is a photo- photograph that is inappropriate. I mean, it, whether it, he's actually it gro- makes the photograph the, the photograph it makes it makes it look like he's, right. he's groping her. He, he was making like just shadow hands over over her. Yeah, but it, but it's it not appropriate. It was like it, it was it was definitely bad in bad taste. And now you know, it's question. being used against Without him. And, and and you know that's just an example of not being smart. Yeah, yeah. I I think. The most convincing thing I read was the article um, by it was a female writer. I, I'm trying to remember who what her name was, but in the Washington Post, who wrote that she writes about uh, she's a feminist, writes about rape culture, and she doesn't mm-hmm. want Franken to resign. Yeah, and her argument I read is that. that you know, if you look at it, what's going to happen is people can like progressives can say we want him to resign yeah. when it's not quite clear that this really is rises to anywhere near the level of well, the it, latest it, things it, we've it, been talking about. And you have a Democratic governor that would reappoint, but eventually you're going to run into state, like, somebody's going to have done something wrong and you won't have, you'll have a Republican Well, governor. in what universe is it just that Al Franken would resign and a guy like Roy Moore could get elected in a few weeks? Well, and that's the whole thing. The Democrats are the only people that care. Because... Because the majority of their voters are, are women, which which is which makes sense. We should care, of course. However, you can get to a point where like you have no nobody left on your team, and, yeah. and and for like something that's offensive versus something that's absolutely abusive. The thing is, all the the people in the Senate and and elsewhere can call out Roy Moore today and say like, yes, I believe he should uh, recuse himself from the election. But you know, the day that he gets elected, if he gets elected, we don't know what's going to happen in a mm-hmm. few weeks. He could he could lose. He could win. If he wins, all this stuff about like oh we're against him that that goes out the window just like it went out the window with window with Trump. Right. I mean, we, we all remember not not more than a year and a half ago when everybody you know in the GOP quote unquote establishment was saying like this guy you know is is not qualified. He's not. He's, he's he, everything he's done is inappropriate. Well, the moment the day he got elected, it's like okay. It's like it, if I hands on a party on this, yeah, um, I would argue that the more uh, that Alabama voters focus on Moore's accusation, the accusations against Moore, yeah, it's more likely. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid saying it again. <laughs> That yeah, he'll, that he'll win because people are going to see it as a politically motivated attack at this point. I would argue that the Jones camp. I would actually bring up my populist policies that would actually help working families all sure. in Alabama, and then and then contrast that against all the scandal around more. Well, at some and point, I think, I think that gives them a chance. At some point, you have to. Do, I mean, yeah. But I think the more you focus on more right now in Alabama, the more likely, more gets elected. Wow! I, I don't think I, I don't think you're, I don't think you're wrong. There's I, a I, hominin. The, the uh, yes, because the other thing is because because of Trump coming out and saying like, well, he denied all the allegations and he denied them, you know, unequivocally or however he put it. That is going to boost his support amongst people that are on the fence. So then you have to give people a reason to vote for you. So you know you can cast all doubts and everything like that about. Every, all the scandals surrounding him, but at some point you have to give people a reason to vote for you. So 
In the closing weeks, you're absolutely right. I think uh, I think he needs to. Uh, I wouldn't be he, surprised if you see a, a pulse where Morris caught back up. Oh, I think I, I think I already saw one today. Okay, yeah, and it was like while, within a point, within a point so, of one. Jones another. was like getting to be a gaping lead. Yeah, I think it yeah. was like it was uh, it was on taking Goddard. Speaking of catching up, yeah, uh, regardless of how weak our governor may look when he look, runs for president or mm-hmm. ran for president, and regardless of how dynamic all these wonderfully exciting Democrats may be, yeah. um, the at best case scenario for Wisconsin governor is a very close race. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's happening. We have someone um, to add a little perspective. we got our northeastern Wisconsin correspondent. We decided to diversify us a little bit and bring in <laughs> another white man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Hey guys. So, hi, hi. Well, introduce the man. Yeah, this is Tony Spencer. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Tony? Oh, I'm doing all right. Welcome to the Badger Politics. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So hey, you're uh, so you're down here in uh, in the uh, good city of Milwaukee, visiting us for a few days. So. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. It's been a ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, there's uh, there is this Wisconsin governor's race going on, and we have uh, we've got. Um, since the last podcast, Malin Mitchell has announced he is the, uh, the head of the uh, Wisconsin Firefighters, and uh, he ran for lieutenant governor. What was it? Uh, tw- was that there? That was a recall election. And he right? actually got a higher percentage of the vote in the recall than Tom Barrett did. So, yeah, whatever that says for um, him. So, yeah, it's, I don't know if it says much, but it. it it's, it does it's say interesting, though. that he's well. It says he actually did win a primary too. Yeah. So it says that he's got state statewide name recognition. Right. So he's uh, he's you know we add him into the mix. I think there's about uh, about 16 candidates at this point that have either announced or have filed the paperwork Seriously? to run for governor. So so there's quite the pool. So I, I, I just so to, yeah. I guess I want to throw in on this because um, I'm very worried about this race. Of course. Yeah. Didn't the GOP have almost the exact same situation for the presidential election in 2015. <laughs> for the, for and the presidency. Look who we wound up with. Now, True. in a way. They having, did win, though. In a way, <laughs> they're just going to get that. In a way, having 16 potential gubernatorial candidates on the left could mean that the left wins. Yeah. However, if we get the Wisconsin liberal, progressive, whatever, leftist, the equivalent of Trump, mm-hmm. is that really going to be better? That is a valid yes. question. Yes. Uh, well, I would answer it unequivocally. But, but I, I get what you're saying, but, but come on, I don't think there's any sort of... First of all, there really, I mean, if there is that person, it would probably be Brett Halsey, and yeah. he's not going to win. Who? Right. Brett Halsey is like... Um, I mean, he's known for, like, well, I don't know. I don't want to even get all into it, but he's known for being a little bit um, interesting. Well, his name recognition is uh, is obviously so low that nobody really knows like what I said, he's about. Like so I said, who could be the, <laughs> right. Trump, the Trump equivalent in the Democratic Party? Yeah. I mean, hair-wise, it would be Matt Flynn. Well, I think it's... Um, <laughs> he, does have, he does have nice hair. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, it's, it's, it just seems that at this point in the race, I mean, it, granted it's early, we're, we're a little under a year out. I don't think there is a Democratic equivalent of Trump. Well, like, no. I, I think that's no. the thing. That's why I don't, it doesn't, 
I like that you raised the question, but I, it doesn't bother me it, because I don't think it's a that, valid, it, that it happens. It's a valid. It's a valid discussion point, though, because of the. It's it's rare where you have so many cooks in the kitchen. And that's, yeah, dude. That's. I mean, is this? Should we make a reality show of this? Like, is, Maybe. That, is that what we're doing? Is this like the Bachelor? Wisconsin Governor's Edition. Like, we could. Uh, I like it. I, like I, I feel like that's kind of what it was for the GOP. Yeah. Leading into sixteen, you know, with like everyone, everyone had their hat in the race. Yeah. You know? It's like I mean, there's like, okay, I know there was more candidates than Hillary and Bernie in the Democratic primary, but only like what one or two, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, it was. About, yeah. Like, serious. I mean, Bernie and Hillary were the only serious, serious candidates. Well, and I, and I actually said, how many of those GOP candidates and like 15, 16, were actually serious. Like, yeah. Like, Walker thought he was. <laughs> right. Well, he, I mean, he had the Coke bottles behind him, so right. I mean, he should have been. I think a lot been. of people thought he was. Right. Yeah. I mean, he had money behind him, but it, it, it I didn't translate into votes. He didn't have an appeal outside the state. Right. Or in it. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, his numbers here weren't that good. No. Right. Yeah. Well, and actually, but, his, his approval went down in Wisconsin after he ran for governor, because people just thought he was using us as a stepping stone oh, I, to, honestly, to dude, advance I his career. Oh, I that. Yeah. Like, what was it three years ago? Yeah. Like, like what, after he won in fourteen, like, I knew it. I knew it. I, yeah. I, the guy's ambitious. Going, yeah. He was going to he was going to announce for president. Like, mm-hmm. and, I, he, and he probably and will I remember again on election night. Yeah, he was like, "No, guys, I'm staying here." <laughs> right. Well, and, and I, I and I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put it past him if he manages to pull out an elect, uh, a victory next year in Wisconsin. A third term. To to to, to uh, well, yeah to, to win his next term. I wouldn't put it past him to pri- try to primary Trump if if Trump is still in the toilet in terms of approval ratings. I mean, everybody's talking about John Kasich right now from Ohio, right. but I wouldn't put it past Walker to say like. Hey, I, I I don't like Trump. I didn't endorse him last time. I I need to take the Republican Party. Probably wasn't paid to endorse him last time. Yeah, if Kasich uh, wants to win, he should uh, he should switch parties. I don't. That's not going to happen. Well, that, honestly, though, if he did, it would work. Maybe that's a, it's a just, weird thing, but it's, I mean, it's not going to happen. I mean, the one thing is that on choice, he'd have to be. There's enough. There's still enough Republicans. There's people. People are holding on to. People are holding on to Trump in terms of loyalty because he's the president and he has a certain level of power. But there's still the the moment Trump is just damaged goods and either in, impeached or just doesn't win re-election, he's he's done. He's yeah. it's yesterday's news, and everybody will flock back to whoever right. whoever fills that vacuum, whether it be right. a guy like John Kasich or Scott Walker, or Paul Ryan, what have you. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So so back to. <coughs> Governor, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, we touched on Malin Mitchell, so I mean, it, he's the re- so he's the recent candidate. Uh, what do you think are his chances, Paul? Well, I, I'm biased. I've, I've yeah. admitted from day one that sure. that's who I think. I don't think any of the rest of them can win. I think it's well. I think it looks like the front runners right now. I think on paper, if you're kind of treated like sports, it's uh, it's Malin and, and Dana Walks. And Probably maybe maybe Evers, Kathy Vinehout right now. Evers and Vinehout. Tony Evers. Oh, Evers, right. He's got I mean he's got the statewide he's the only guy in the mix that has run as has run and won statewide. Actually I kinda like point. Evers. From he's what little I know of him. I, I like him too, but he's also one of the most I mean, as we call him we, he's Captain Excitement. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Why do we need that? He, he no, he is the dry like most boring oh. person you've ever heard oh. talk. I, I, I But maybe we I need mean, that. You know, yeah. well, after everything we're going right. through, I mean, yeah. if Walker was it, a wild ride. Okay, so right. if that's if it's really Pollers, 
maybe he would be the Democratic version of Trump. Like, instead of being... Bear in mind, that this, could be in the mirror opposite. Right. True. Right. I'm just thinking polars, like, like different yeah. politics, not flamboyant, or not even yes. personable or even interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That would well, be I mean, Tony Evers. Haven't we That had, might be a good thing for the state, but, haven't but we had I don't think it like would that work. like that in the past? What? Who were excellent leaders? Or I mean, Jim Doyle wasn't, wasn't, wasn't bringing down the house oh, when I he was, was governor. I was definitely not excited about Doyle. I was no, actually I mean, a little excited, but right. like, I knew he was not going like, to run again. But he, but, I mean, he, he ran for two terms and, got, and got, he got reelected. Now oh, he, You guys he, are killing me here. I'm not reinforcing your point is what I'm saying. No, uh, no, no, you're not. And uh, not only that, but, but yeah, well, I, I didn't. Well, I didn't know. What we had a boring as hell that. candidate in Mary Burke, and uh, even more boring candidate in, in Tom fucking Barrett. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean like, hey, like, we get he did stop that mugging, mm-hmm. you know, person. That was kind of exciting. That was like right. It, you know, that, that's that was yeah, 2009, though, right? Like, yeah, uh, but I mean, that was that was like thing people were talking about in 2010. Yeah, yeah. That's because people like you and like the three of us. Yeah, we care about that shit. Nobody is. Like, <laughs> I didn't know who either of those two dudes were in 2010. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that they were both from Milwaukee. Yeah, and they're both running for an open governor's seat. Yeah. And that's it. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. And honestly, and one sadly, I didn't know anything about Walker. Yeah. Other than he was the Republican. For sure. I wish, I wish I would have. What do you, uh. But, I mean, I, I, Tom Barrett, I, I, I remember using that as like a little bit of a selling point given my extremely limited knowledge. Like, well, Barrett actually, like he himself, as the mayor, stepped in personally and stopped the Yeah. And like, like for like the mayor of a major city. Yeah. To actually personally put himself in danger to stop a citizen. That's a good thing. Right. And that should say something about his character. So sure. Say, he actually was. boring as a candidate, but I mean, like, from what I knew of the story. Yeah. I didn't know that much, but from what I heard of it, like, just the kind of cliff notes, like, to me, I guess as a basic voter who knows almost who knew almost nothing of that race, that was the kind of point that stood out. I think so. It said I would argue scary. that you followed it probably closer than ninety percent of the population, though. Perhaps, but I mean who that was obviously the, the voting booth saw the two names and picked one. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I think you did. But that was, you, I mean, you, that you was definitely. That was definitely something that I mean. That was not only just local news. I mean, that was that was nationwide news for a li- you know a limited span. Well, I mean, the mayor of a major city. Sure. Steps that's out. A, yeah. I mean, if we exactly. can call Milwaukee a major city, it's a, I think so. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it wasn't. Up. But I mean, now to just pour a little bit of cold water, it was actually in West Dallas. It wasn't in the city of Milwaukee. But it's, and it's, it was it's um, in the it wasn't a mugging. It was a domestic violence is- issue. Okay. And he stepped in. It was, in a, it was a violent dispute that and then yeah, he got escalated. No, it was courage. That's yeah. my point. It was courageous of him to get involved, mm-hmm. and and the fact that he got his wrist broken is a yeah. So he's was, got a battle scar. Yeah, but here's the weird thing: rhetorically, he couldn't speak about that for a shit. Yeah, he couldn't well, inspire people around that for a shit. Right. Right. I so, mean, okay, he's a tough guy who's more so. Courage, is that but, your point then about his boringness? Is that like he, even though he had this really exciting thing? He didn't even know how to turn that in his own favor. Translated it. Like, hey, guys, I'm awesome. Absolutely. Like, check it out. There's a a newsworthy thing I've done that states Mm -hmm. to my awesomeness. Oh, what? Um, Yeah. Right. Don't worry about that, guys. Yeah. Right, I'm cool. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, no, but I, I think the politics well, that matter. I mean, oh, personally, no. I, I, I like Tom Barrett. I think he's done a lot of good for for the city. He's not perfect, and nor nor is any politician perfect. But um, I think he's done a lot of good things uh, for Milwaukee during his time here. Now, whether or not he was a good enough salesman to get elected governor, obviously he wasn't. 
because he fell he fell short. Now, uh, of the candidates in this race, so Malin Mitchell, obviously, as you as you say, it, I didn't stated, know that I, I didn't I, saw it. Uh, maybe walks. Like I, I said, just, I think I think Walks and, and Mitchell are the two. I, mean, I think the two I, top for a candidates. while, like I always want to believe in Vine out. But yeah. it's just like the I do too. I love her spirit, right? Like, I really right. do. Like and she, I mean, she tries so hard, and she's she's a she great does. speaker. She does. You know, and she she she's always trying. I mean, she's always running for governor. Yeah, like, she's always running. Yeah, you know, and like actually during the recall when I was watching the debates, I actually really liked her. I did like, too. I, actually, I, I think she even got my vote. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I she's she's years de- ago. I don't know. I mean, she's definitely not the polished candidate, but that's there's uh, nothing wrong with that. But also, look, she's authentic. But also, look where look at her region. That's like yeah, you know, right. Western, kind of more rural-ish right. Wisconsin. I think, yep. right? Yeah. So that's. I mean, of course, she's not polished. Like yeah. that's. But she represents her people exactly, and she would represent that people. And honestly, like maybe we need some more of that in Madison. We don't need a big city. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I um, we do need. I know, to I know a lot of like more anti-establishment progressives that are kind of excited about Mike McCabe. And yeah. I'm mentioning this because this is one of the few candidates I'm aware of in this running. Uh, what do you guys think of? Okay. I think. I mean, yeah, he's done a lot of good work with the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign. Obviously, like a, the, you know, clean government type of uh, yeah. type of stuff. He's kind of been under the radar. Like he announced, and you really haven't heard a lot from him recently, but. It's again. It's it's early days. Obviously, like you know, we're go- going into the holiday season, this this thing is really going to kick into high gear after the new year. Oh yeah. I mean, we're still kind of assessing the candidacy or, or who all the candidates are going to be. Mitchell has, just announced last week. So I mean, has everyone even announced? That's okay, I don't, what's the I don't, deadline I don't, actually? I don't even know anymore. What's the deadline? It, it, you you can. I mean, the primary isn't until the deadline's like, like the end of May. Yeah, I mean, the primary is like June? late summer, right? Yeah, it's, a, oh. it's an August, oh, it's an August yeah. primary. For, oh, it's August primary for the government? Yeah, it's a late primary. And then so most like a two of this race general. is going to be primary. Yeah. Most yeah. of this is going to be. Yeah. See, now that changes things too. Right. I mean, now, I, I'm pretty sure, well, this I'm pretty sure over the months through. some of these candidates will probably drop. Sure. Yeah. Like it, it, by the time, well, because the money will dry, dry up. And yeah, because we're, what, yeah. it's November? I mean, right. we're like nine months or ten months out. Yeah, we're eleven months. So we're eleven months from from election day. Uh, from from, no, from I mean primary, from primary. Yeah, eight months. Out. Yeah, we're like eight or whatever. We're like a baby's worth out. Right. <laughs> um, no, no, there you go. I mean, a lot of things can happen. Yeah. I mean, a absolutely. lot of these candidates will drop out. Mm-hmm. I mean, either they won't be funded enough, or they 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 just won't have that much support. And right. I mean, so the field will narrow absolutely by August. I think it'll, but I, I, it'll still probably be a pretty wide field by August. Yeah, I, I mean, think. if you figure if it if it gets cut in half, you know, it's, it's still, yeah, it's still pretty pretty sizable and then, number I mean, of people. And that's and also let's bear in mind this is a midterm. Mm-hmm. Now, Trump winning last year may have brought some more attention to our nation about voting. However, yeah, mm-hmm. whereas the right always votes. Yes. Every time. Yeah, in the midterms. Every time. Yep. Right. Yeah. Every time, then. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. The left almost never does. And also, speaking of the primary, I'm sure anyone listening to this is aware, but I just want to pose this as a rhetorical. What's a primary? <laughs> what? There's an right. election in yeah. August? There's, a, Are you... there's an election. There's like a pregame? Right? <laughs> a preseason? Yeah, it's a preseason. Yes, exactly. That's it. It's a preseason, man. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, I think it's been an educational process for a lot of people that have, have come in, come of voting age during the during the uh, the Trump era. Like A lot of people are realizing like what the stakes are. I would hope so. You know, I, yeah, I would agree. Because, uh, I mean, think about it, too. Walker first got in on a midterm. Mm-hmm. Feingold right. got out on a midterm. Yep. Right. Sadly, that was the same one. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean, because then in 12, what, we got Baldwin with Obama. But yeah. now we're back in the midterm. Yeah, and now exactly. she's up. Now Baldwin. Right? She's up. And, that, that's, and that's I mean, and we lost Feingold with Hillary. Yeah. yeah. But that's when everyone was going to the polls. Yeah. And now we got, we're coming into a midterm again. And midterms do Sticks. tend well, to go red. And we're a very red state. Yeah. Like... I mean, when you get down well, to the legislature, yeah. the actual numbers were a very red state. Well, and the stakes are the stakes the are very high when you're t- when yeah. you're when you're talking about. I mean, it's 2018. I mean, 2020 is right around the corner. Then, given what happened in 2010, what happened in 2010 is the Republicans took over a lot of state legislatures, which means they got to redraw a lot of districts. Right. And you looked at what happened when here in Wisconsin, redrawing With gerrymandering, the, 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 the gerrymandering to be specific. Right. Um, and. The same thing is going to happen this time around if we if people do not come out and vote next year and and because if you get the governor's if you get the governorship then you can prevent that gerrymandering exactly because well you need you need you need some level of power I mean back back in the nineties the Democrats controlled I believe they had the state senate uh, back when Chuck Paula was uh, uh, the head of that and uh, and and the Republicans I think controlled the assembly for a time and then you had had Tommy Thompson as governor. So at least there was some balance of power. You had some check so that they couldn't just ram through redistricting. They control everything. Yeah, both levels of legislature and the, the and the Supreme Court. And, yeah. So it's, it's I, I, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe learning in school uh, it was supposed to be a system of checks and balances. Uh, where yeah. where the hell is that? When you well, write yeah. the rules, it, it, right. it uh, limits uh, your ability to uh, counteract all that. So, so oh, yeah. well, so. Back to um, who can who can win? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think that <laughs> right. uh, I think that's the most important factor, and I think that the other thing is obviously if you get a good chance to win, I mean, hopefully you pull the legislature with you. Yeah, I do feel that Trump being in the White House will help Democrats in a midterm election. It's a motivating factor. It is. Yeah, fear and, is a powerful force. Yeah, I mean, it helped them in Wisconsin so in 2002 regret. and in 2006. Right, that's how Doyle got elected. Um, Bush. Yeah, right. Um, in fact, when Ronald Reagan was in his first term, when I was a little kid, the first election I, re- I remember hearing my mom happy about was Tony Earle got elected over the whatever the asshole Republican was that was the Kohler guy. That is, yeah. The Kohler before my time. In 1982. <laughs> I mean, I was before my time, Actually, yeah, too. Just it was before years. all our times, but but we were, I was a little, yeah, I mean a wee little guy. Yeah, you were exposed to it at the dinner table. And and, and it was like, um, but I'm looking back, that was a reaction to the Democrats were motivated in 82 because they were pissed off that Reagan was in. And Wisconsin was a state that was more skeptical of Reagan than... I mean, it still voted for Reagan, but not by the margins it did, like that other states did, especially the first one. And so, um, and then immediately, I mean, it voted for Dukakis. Yeah. I mean, so Wisconsin's drifted way more red since then. However, Trump being in... Maybe, maybe not. I, I think we're. I think we're. He won Wisconsin just by a hair. Yeah, twenty thousand votes by a lot. That's not a lot. No. For, okay, what? Uh, four and a half, five million people. So two ish million voters. I mean, the turnout. What was was, it was what? Two point nine million. Two point nine million people. Twenty thousand yeah. votes. Is There's actually a five. Yeah. The state of Wisconsin yeah. now has five point seven million people. Oh, yeah. And, I knew it was four and nine. Oh, wow. I, 
that's that's bigger. Than but the voting age population. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You got to take 4. out point three yeah. million. Shave that or down. Or four point four yeah. million. Yeah, and permanent right. residents and you know, right. right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, like, what you get, like, if you're lucky, three million. But mm-hmm. really, more like two. Right. In a presidential year, yes. In a presidential year, exactly. And and, uh, and and realistically, even in Walker's best years, he's a fifty-two to fifty-three percenter. Yeah. So and, he's not running away with it. None well, of the polling getting shows. Enough. I mean, he this, won the recall by seven points. I know that. He was at fifty-three. That was his best yeah. year. Yeah. Fifty-two point nine, I think, and not quite. 50. It was. Like, it was seven uh, points. I know because yeah. actually, I I called it and I, I I thought I was being sarcastic. Yeah. No, I 50. really did. I'm like, like, come on, because I. I'll give you Walker in seven points. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Like, I well, dare you. I dare you. The thing with and the then, Walker, and then it comes out. And it's like Walker in seven points. I'm like, why the hell? But the thing with the Walker saying? recall was that I mean, you you had people voting for Walker that they may not have agreed with him necessarily, but they disagreed with the recall because it was like, uh, well, yeah, yeah there, was, there's there's there are some people that are just like, you know what. He just, Look, he, he was just elected, got in. So let him, let him have his time of day, oh, and then we'll judge him later. And then Burke in a Republican year actually did better. Then Barrett, uh, what Burke got him under fifty-two. Yeah, uh, could any have had that had 100%. to do with historical predominance? Because I do, I have noticed that whenever there's like a, a potential historical precedent to be set, attention is paid more. So Burke could have been possibly the first female governor. Oh, that yes. probably helped. There's, there is, yeah. there is that. Dude, so that well, that, that would bode well for either like, Vinod or Mitchell. Yeah, because um, yeah, exactly. Because like, that's. Honestly, ooh, that's a good point, Paul. Because look mm-hmm. at 2008 presidential. Right. Mm-hmm. We either had our first black president and, or the first woman. Yeah. Either way, it's a breaking a precedent. Yeah. yeah. And that's true. And one of those two won. Yeah. So I guess if we get down to a primary that's primarily like that. It's really headrunners are Mitchell or, or Vinehout. Or Vinehout. Yeah. We might actually be able to get it in because I mean, like because attention just tends to get paid when it's like, dude, we could change stuff. Right, Even if it doesn't work out. This could be right. this could be a historic election. Yeah. that's that's worth a few news cycles. Yeah, I think right? they'll, they'll be. One I mean, honestly, fourth. like even yeah. even if you're Joe Schmo voter and you're never gonna personally get on the history books, right? You can't affect it. You yeah. can't affect what your grandkids or great grandkids. Do you really think it would come down to two candidates, though? I said uh, theoretically. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I. I think it'll come down to three or four. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Probably, but of those three or four, there there's probably going to be favorites pegged. Like a couple dominant ones. Hey, what yes. happened to Falk, by the way? I remember Falk being uh, really big in the recall primaries. Yeah, so. well, Kath- Kathleen Falk, like the, the former, former Dane County exec. Factor. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I only really heard of her during that couple of months. Mr. Ramper, the attorney general's She spot. couldn't connect. Yeah. I mean, she really couldn't connect. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I knew a lot of people that were all for her. Yeah. Well, the labor she has, she side, has some we were behind her. completely behind her. And yeah. uh, she probably would have been a better candidate against Walker Yeah. Uh, in the recall. That's in what fact, I was that hearing a lot of. Best, our best chance. I, I was um, hearing a lot of that, actually. That uh, They pegged, they ran a smear campaign against her in the primary, thanks, Tom Barrett. And it really, that she had somehow signed some pledge that she wouldn't do a budget without... Uh, Fixing Act 10. Right. And she actually didn't sign the pledge, but they created this whole thing that they did, and like they got <coughs> right wing radio on Barrett's side for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, what a nightmare that was. Right. Oh, 
Um, so. Hopefully, we won't have those problems. Yeah. Oh um, no, this I, time. I'm actually interested to see how this goes, though, especially given my original uh, reflection there. And honestly, that that just spurred me when I realized when you guys told me how many, just how many potential Democrats are yeah. running. Um, it's quite it's, the pool. Because that's, I mean, I was right. going through a hard time like during that presidential like season. And I was, I, mean, I was going to the doctor a lot. The new Fox News was always on. Yeah. And so I was seeing there, like, and I remember looking up on the screen, <laughs> uh, the, on the TV screen, and seeing just like two rows full oh. of people's faces, and it's like these people are running for the Republican in the Republican yeah. primary. Like, oh, and, that, and that wasn't even all of them. It was the clown car. Yeah. Like, Republican oh, clown car. <laughs> and now we got what I'm seeing is like you, you said that and just at, you know just don't admit, yeah, you know, we kind of got like the same thing going on in this state. Kind of. Also, I've always seen this state as to be like a little microcosm yeah. of the nation. Absolutely. I think I, I have seen that. Yeah. There's like a lot that. of candidates running, but I think I think it will whittle down as we get into spring and summer. And the other thing is that the last couple times that Walker has run, he's had I mean, basically an anointed candidate. Last time, Mary Burke, time before, and the time before that was was Tom Barrett. Right. So this is really, I think, the first time when there's been like a, a serious primary. Race. Yeah. And I think that's that also translates into a lot of press coverage, a lot of free free right. media. And there's a lot of hunger. There's exactly. Of Actually, right. it, it will be as the much as the Democrats <laughs> will spend all their money beating each other up. They'll also spend their money building their name up. Right. Whoever wins will exactly. look like a champion. Exactly. Um, the the one thing we'll be bringing in outside money in for the um, uh, to fill in the gap because right after the primary, the um, Walker strategy I know is uh, to come in and carp- money and uh, cheap. put a, put a bun- put a bunch of money out, assuming the Democrats broke. Yeah, defining the Democrat. Of which course, is what which which in all honesty, that's what the Baldwin people did against Thompson after they had a a really rough rough campaign. And so hopefully the outside groups are ready for that one. Yeah. Uh, So anyway... Uh, this is a really good, a good podcast. Yeah, I think it's a good it's, discussion. Yeah. So I enjoyed I, my 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 I, voice box. Enjoyed having a little bit of relief. Yeah, <laughs> fellow fellow uh, Gre- yeah, Green I, Bay. Uh, Green I Bay honestly person. didn't think I was going to be this active. Oh no, it's, it was it's a lot of fun. Born in the Bay, you know. Yeah, uh, you got to yeah. Those people, we all know what we're talking about. Let's hope so. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Tony. All right. And we're signing off. Forward. Forward.